You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Happy second week of watching season, my friends, okay? I could not be happier because it does not always take a fucking guest to provide valuable content, and that is thanks to Bravo and ABC. I will say I was in an excellent mood before recording this, and then I ended up going to Bristol Farms to get some food with my dog, fully aware that all of my stories involve my dog at this point, so I'm kind of wondering, is reality TV giving me all the good content or is it the dog? Regardless, I was so excited to be back in LA, especially after the traumatic events that, you know, I shared with you guys last week. And now I'm reminded of why I fucking hate this place. I walk into the supermarket with my dog, which I know so frowned upon. She is tiny. She was in my arms. She wasn't touching anything. I wasn't even fully in the supermarket because I was towards the till. I was just buying a ready-made meal. And some guy shows up like right at my face and is like, why are you in a supermarket with a dog? Like, blah, blah, blah. We might be allergic. But what's her name? And like, pets her. And I'm like, excuse me, but I don't really care about your opinion. And if you were that bothered about it, you wouldn't come and pet her. So like, get out of my face, please. And I was kind of triggered at this point, but this really triggered him. So this guy's like, how many fucking Americans have you seen today, miss? And I was like, well, I'm sorry. I'm so good at my job that I got a a visa to come work in your country. So, you know, other customers start defending me and are like, you know, you can't speak to a young woman this way. He follows me outside of the supermarket. And I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry that I have a visa to be in this country and that everyone in the supermarket was on my side because you suck and you're disgusting. And also my dog is cleaner than you. She smells nicer than you. And I would rather her touch my strawberries than your disgusting, dirty hands. Thank you. Goodbye. Anyway, now that my rant is out of the way, just going to insert a quick thirsty plug in here. Don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It's actually the most helpful thing you can do for this podcast. I encourage you all to join my Patreon. The link is actually in the description because I do monthly bonus episodes and a bunch of other stuff that is just so much better than this podcast because you know what the free content is for everyone but I'm not going to give you all the exclusive content okay you can also join the bitches sit together Facebook group if you want to discuss all of the topics lifestyle reality tv pop culture all the things I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend This week, as I am a schizo talking to myself, I would like to recommend an amazing new product that has actually changed my life. And it is a laptop stand. Can you see a pattern here that I'm like talking about travel pillows and laptop stands because I'm getting so old that legit my back is hurting me. And now I'm like basically promoting retirement home products which is great so the laptop stand that I have is actually a portable one so it kind of folds into this tiny little thing it has a little pouch that comes with it it's only $16 and it is the best position that I have been able to put my laptop because I still have access to the trackpad I don't have to lift my wrist too much but at the same time it just tilts in the perfect way you know that I'm not bending over but at the same time my elbows are not to the ceiling 
trying to reach the keyboard, okay? I will insert a link again. You can also find all of the weekly tip items on a specific Amazon wish list that is linked in the description of this podcast. Again, I have so many topics that I need to talk about because I watched The Bachelor, I watched Vanderpump Rules, and I've also been extremely up to date with everything because of my Instagram account, You Can't Sit With Me, where I'm like super active at the moment. I'm so fucking bored of Instagram. The only way that I was able to stay interested is by only following celebrities and entertainment news accounts. We need to talk about this cringy video that I posted on my stories that is Prince Harry pimping out Meghan Markle to the president of Disney and now she's doing voiceover. First first of all, I haven't really mentioned Megxit on the podcast. I feel like I've addressed it on my Instagram a lot, but I don't fully support it because I just think it comes across very manipulative on her part that she just wanted to become a princess, but it was always kind of her plan to still be thirsty for fame and people to love her and still want to do what she loves. It's kind of noble to be financially independent from the royal family, but at the same time, you're always going to be fucking rich. If you told me that you were going to be financially independent from the royal family and you ended up living in a dump, I'd be like, you know, hashtag inspiration, hashtag motivation. But this is just like you're making your husband give up on his, you know, family traditions for your thirsty Hollywood dreams, which you try to amplify by becoming a princess, but nobody fucking likes you in the UK. I like her. I just don't support that decision fully. And also that video of him trying to pimp her out. I really, really applaud him for being such a fucking epic husband. I mean, if anyone ever treats me this way I will not only marry them but I will give up on my career for their family traditions that's for sure I just think they should be above it they should be above that what else do we have oh the bachelor okay I'm gonna get into like a full detailed recap of what I just watched this week but I had to bring up the whole Madison incident where she accidentally commented on her own Instagram photo then her sister said that you know they manage her Instagram account and that it was their mistake and they forgot to log out regardless someone is still being thirsty creating very thirsty engagement on her profile and I just think it's hilarious would I do the same probably would I comment on my own Instagram Probably. Not gonna lie. It just sucks that she got caught. (laughs) Let's talk about very, very sad news because I don't talk about it that much on this podcast. I don't know if you guys would vibe with this, but I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. And the fact that Justin Chambers left the show makes me devastated. Alex Karev is the husband that I want. It's the person that I want to be with. This show just kept me going and gave me hope. And the fact that he's gone just basically means that I'm going to have to see blood, hearts, intestines, lungs, deaths, and no light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if I'll keep watching. We'll see. I don't know if this is like a really relevant thing for me to mention because I personally don't really give a shit. But in case you guys didn't know, Victoria, Kylie's assistant quit being her assistant in early 2019 but the news just came out and then she posted like a really thirsty Instagram story saying that they're still friends and they thought it was better for their friendship to 
not carry on their professional relationship. I just think that her lips got way too big. She got way too famous on Instagram. She no longer needed Kylie. And then now she's just happy making money, posting thirsty bikini photos of herself and her saggy boobs and her sister and all her necklaces and her, and her freckles. That said, she has nice saggy boobs. They're not disgusting. I'm being horrible. But, you know, she just has really big boobs. Okay, enjoy, my friend. Speaking of people associated with the Kardashian clan, you know, the kind of very A-listers, but you don't know what the fuck they're doing. Hailey Bieber recently shared her skincare routine on Instagram. And then I read on this website that it, actually I read on Perez Hilton that her skincare routine was worth 100. What the fuck am I talking about? $1,000. Okay. So I read this post and I'm like, holy shit, this is why this girl is perfect. Fuck her. She's not even that beautiful. It's all the skincare. I could never spend that much money on my skincare. What the fuck? Like life is so unfair. I just want to be rich. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to my bathroom and I'm going to go and add up the amount of my products that I'm using on my face. And it was like just under a thousand dollars. So like... <laughs> sadly Hailey Bieber you're just beautiful and I'm not and I just have to live with that and I still spend a fuck ton of money on my face and it does fucking nothing for me I was so surprised to hear the news about Nikki tutorials I never speak about youtubers on the podcast but I have actually been following Nikki tutorials because there was a point in my life where I would watch all the YouTube tutorials and try to, you know, do the overly made up look, which made me look dreadful. So can't go there, but good for her. She just came out as transgender and I never would have been able to tell. I don't, I'm not trying to be offensive here. With some people, you can kind of tell. But with her, I was just like, holy fuck. But what really shocked me about the story is that she didn't tell her boyfriend until later. I'm not going to comment on this, but good for her. She actually did come out because she was getting blackmailed by someone. And I was down for sass with aesthetic. And that's what this video was. And I will stand behind it. And I love Nikki and I think she's great. Okay. So I watched The Bachelor this week with my friends, Rachel O'Brien. I was on her podcast, Be Here for a While. Go check it out. And then also with Lauren and Jen from the It's Complicated podcast. So this was kind of like a little podcaster get together. We're watching The Bachelor, super thirsty. And I took a few notes. And a lot of these notes are coming from Jen because she was so funny and such a meaner critic than I was. But also, I would like to say that I won the bet. I did say that Hannah was going to want to come back on the show, that Peter was going to say no, I was your plan C. So I don't really remember what we agreed on, but I remember that I'm going to host their show. I think they're going to provide, you know, the beverages and that's that. So see you soon on the It's Complicated podcast. Hope you enjoy that episode. Don't know where when it's going to be, but it's going to be a good one. This is the thoughts that I've made about Peter watching this episode. I genuinely think that he's you know, I love him. He's so cute. But he is a late bloomer who gets a boner every time he sees a fucking hair extension and a lip filler. You know, I could go into the whole champagne bottle mishap. But I just feel like it's just been so overly covered on social media and every other podcast. And yes, she looks like an idiot. She was a drama queen. She was fucking annoying. But come on, let's switch things up. Let's talk about fashion, okay? In the words of Jen, this was not meant to be. And yes, I am referring to Tammy's 
mint green jersey weird fucking fabric dress which was not a cute fabric or a cute color you need to not wear fucking mint it's not a trending color at the minute I am aware they shot this a few months ago but also the sparkling dresses the Giovanni Sherry Hill I'm going to prom dresses like I need to see something a little bit more trendy and you know what the sad thing is they all did a runway with Revolve on this episode yeah they're all gonna be sponsored by Revolve in the end they are all going to end up on Revolve anyway. So the purpose of this catwalk runway situation, I don't know, probably to teach you all that behind a crybaby, there is always a strategic bitch that is trying to make herself look like a victim. But in fact, she's a supermodel. She's not embarrassed by her body and she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, okay. Hannah Ann is a psycho and a serial killer and she's the new Luke P, but at least she's upfront about, I'm a model, I'm not going to be insecure, this is who I am, I'm going to go for it. And she's just a little bit more upfront about her intentions, whereas Crybaby was just fine on stage and she impressed us all. And she looked fucking gorgeous, by the way. Oh yeah, Crybaby's name is Victoria. Sorry. Is she going to cry because I didn't remember? All champagne, mint to be jokes aside, believe it or not, one of the things that stood out most to me in this episode, besides the obvious and the champagne and all that jazz, was Hannah Ann when she was like, I cannot wait to get a wardrobe for Revolve. And I also get Peter's attention. So like, I love how when a girl is exposed to free bags of clothes getting the guy's attention becomes secondary because we are now blinded by dollar signs and clothes and glitz and glam of hollywood to conclude this very short bachelor commentary in the words of jen i mean no that's not in the words of jen i love peter i think he's great i think he's attractive i think he comes across genuine and lovely in every episode but in the words of jen he is leading with sex because of his lack of personality. And I have to say, he needs to stop making out with all these ladies and start being better at picking. He needs to pick better. He's going for all the bimbos. It really bugs me and it gives me no hope because what am I going to do? I spent $1,000 on my skincare like Hayley Bieber or Baldwin and it's still not doing anything for me. Have you guys watched Vanderpump Rules? Obviously, I had to watch it. I also did a couple stories. I, I like recapping the shows on Instagram now. And first thing that stands out to me, Brett needs to calm the fuck down, okay? You're not that attractive. And let me just clarify, if you kiss someone, that is definitely blurring the line of friendship. So Sheena does not need a fucking dictionary. And nobody thinks you're that cute. Like, Sheena is an easy target when it comes to boys. And so that was a low blow. But at the same time, who is going to be attracted to a guy who is supposed to be a bodybuilder, but then acts like a 12 year old and kisses and tell and calls someone a bad kisser? Not impressed. I didn't super like Sheena being passive aggressive with Dana, but I did like Sheena being savage because I feel like she's always an easy target on Vanderpump Rules. And I want to see a little bit more of Stasi season one energy injected into Sheena, which is the case now, but it just upsets me that it was directed towards Dana. 
I will say one thing I've noticed is Lisa is very much involved, heavily involved in all of the conversations, all of the drama. And like, we get it. Lisa's not on Real Housewives. So now she's friends with the Vanderpump cast members and she's having heart to hearts with them. Her and Lala are both like PJ besties and like exchanging thoughts on situations. And it's like kind of confusing me because last season, obviously, Lala was a hostess, you know, Lisa no longer has a platform to be someone's bestie on reality TV. Confusing. Progressing into the episode, Ariana really made me feel bad when she spoke about her house. She is the only one that is upfront about, you know, I have everything I want. I have, a house, I have a house. I have the money, but it means fuck all. We could definitely see that you've reshot the scene, okay? Months later, the hair color was different. The length was different. Everything was different, but the outfit. And it was just so obvious. And I really thought that, you know, the production company would do a better job at not making those kinds of mistakes by that point, because the show has been going on for eight years. But I'll let it slide because it was a good scene and it made me emotional and it made me like Ariana more. I would rather avoid discussing Kristen and Carter because that scene was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen, despite the fact that I'm obsessed with Jax. I mean, I know like he's a newfound man. He's married. La la la. Everyone finds it annoying. I find it fucking epic. And he's just so fucking funny. And I love that he basically just told Carter he was no longer invited. I just don't really want to give that situation energy because... Kristen just needs to break up with him. It's awkward as fuck. Breakups are hard. It's her process. Let her live. She's my hero. But I did find a new hero this season. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Danica, Danica, whatever her name is, I fucking love you, okay? I saw her and I heard her and I just felt massive Kelly Dodd energy. And I just think that she's really going to switch things up this season. She's going to give us all the plot twists. She's beautiful and has the most amazing eyes. But I do see some crazy in there. And I'm like, yeah, shit's going to go down this season. I can feel it. I can sniff it. And it's just making me so excited because watching the first episode, I was not as excited. And now that I know that she's in the mix, way too excited. Very, very special congrats to Lala for being the Gandhi this season. I do think your music's getting better from what I've heard in the studio. So that's a plus. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see me recap all the shows, I am doing that now on the you can't sit with me underscore Instagram account. This is where I share all the pop culture news. You can also follow me at Deanna Espier on Instagram for all the personal lifestyle things and visit the concertwithme.com web page for all the links and the weekly tip resources. Okay, bye.